0: The edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm sitting here in this uh, little round table situation here with uh, the wonderful folks from Mid Coast Records. Uh, Mid Coast uh, is a really dope uh, creative collective. They've been making waves in the Milwaukee music scene for about two years now, um, doing a uh, uh, concert series, uh, prioritizing Um, Black and brown, uh, LGBTQ+, young artists Um, And they're working on a lot of really exciting stuff now And obviously the record label is one of them But uh, we've also got all of them here that do their own uh, um, Special uh, creative things with uh, music uh, in the room today Uh, So I would love you all to go down the line And introduce yourselves and what you do Um, Go ahead
1: all right, yeah. Um I'm Christian, aka DJ Megadon, one of the in-house DJs for uh the Mid Coast Collective and um one of the in-house DJs for the Mid Coast label. Uh
2: my name is Wave. I am a artist producer. Uh do a lot of different genre Um lately I've been mixing a lot of genres and seeing how that goes and yeah. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm.
3: Hi, kids. This is <laughs> Dizzy Randoms, um, or Noah. Uh, I'm an in-house DJ for Midcoast, and I also produce and make music.
4: Hey, I'm Dahlia. Um, I'm a singer, songwriter, and producer. Um, and yeah, that's
0: me. Thank you to so, Mid uh, Midcoast Records. Welcome to Mr. Nice Guy. Woo! Okay, okay. I'm really glad that uh, I got you all in one room today to talk ab- about... Mid Coast records and um, and also just just talk about your own individual projects that you're working on um, there's a lot of people involved in Mid Coast so we can only have so many people on one podcast yeah. so there are going to be more Mid Coast artists Absolutely. on Mr. Nice Guy in the future a lot more for real for real Christian you. you've been on the show before yes and that was over
1: 2019 3 years or 3 dude, years ago, before dude. covid wild what the fuck yeah. bro
0: and we were we were like on some different shit back then way different <laughs> shit so let's get,
1: let's get an update up in here yeah. for
0: else. i'm proud and uh, happy to say that mid coast uh, collective has had a special place in my heart for uh, basically since its inception um, uh, breaking and entering uh, the music blog that uh, i write for is uh, has been uh in collaboration with y'all for uh for a while and we've uh plugged each other, promoted each other and I've met and uh um gotten to see so many artists thanks to Midcoast. Like I've literally like just dis- like tapped into and discovered so many talented Milwaukee artists and Chicago artists too right. um thanks to the work that y'all have done. Um so you know, you are really like giving a, a spotlight and a platform to a lot of um really fantastic emerging artists.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. So really we that's what we do right here really. We wanna that's that was the whole goal from the beginning. Like, yeah. you know, we wanted to give a platform to all types of different artists uh here in Milwaukee and in Chicago too. Mm-hmm. and like, you know, give them some shine while also um um, doing work uh, for our community, you know, what I'm saying and making sure, you know, we represent the represent the music scene, but represent uh, the working class community yeah. as a whole. Yeah, so.
0: right. Yeah. You know, doing away with hierarchy. Exactly. I'm excited to talk all about what y'all uh, have going on now that you've launched um, the record label and you've got some exciting releases coming in the next few months. But first, I want to give an opportunity for each of you to like kind of tell you, share a little bit about yourselves. So um no noah uh, if you want to actually start uh we'll go down the line here um if you would like to hear to share, share a little bit about like how music all kind of started for you and how it's kind of led you onto the path you're on now
3: hi, mom it's me dizzy randoms <laughs> um so I started at age twelve uh, making like loops this all just started like garage band, so i'm just on a i'm on a macbook just chilling at the house just mm-hmm. going through loops just and that that was my introduction to production um it wasn't until i turned like 15 or 16 is when i bought my first um midi sampler mm-hmm. and that's when i really uh learned how to use um the software now i got a cracked version of ableton from mm-hmm. one of my mentors from after school matters shout out to max davis uh shout out to after school matters i love y'all y'all are amazing people in chicago Um, And that's when I really learned and honed in on my production skills, learning how to write chord progressions, learning how to make beats from scratch. You're learning how to use the different uh, effects and samplers and um, just honing in and tapping into my unique original sound. I mean, I'm inspired by Mad Lib, J Dilla, Flying Mm. Lotus, you know, just a few lo-fi artists and producers to name a few off the top like that I think of. That's like my inspiration. Um, And then. Just getting better at DJing as well. Um, I was 13 when I bought my first like little Dex controller and just tapping into the sounds and I'm coming from such a like diverse family like my family is uh, my mom's white my dad's Jamaican so I was exposed to like so many different genres in the house new wave disco funk soul and that all inspired me in my production style definitely for sure Um, tapping into different samples sounds rhythms and then uh, making it my own and unique, mm-hmm. uh, special way. So I think it's important that you know everybody just finds their own unique sound and yep. their rhythm, and it's okay to be you, and you can just do mm-hmm. anything you want to with what you have and make the best out of it. Truth. Really.
0: Awesome. Yeah, thank you, Noah, for sharing all that wave. I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you all got started with this.
2: It's weird. I was just uh, thinking about how all this started, and I think I was like – I had to be 16 because I was driving, and I was, I think, Mike Miller, uh, watching movies with the sound off, mm-hmm. came out, and I was I was fucking with that album heavy, and I just started writing to the instrumentals on um, YouTube, mm-hmm. like, and next thing you know, I'm looking up plenty of other other uh, tight beats, and next thing you know, I got a SoundCloud full of mixtapes, and People coming up to me in high school, like, oh, I heard your uh, album, uh, mm-hmm. A Twisted City. <laughs> okay, I didn't know you rap and did all this. And it was like, I don't know, it was very weird at first because I've always been like uh, a little antisocial and like uh, anxiety sure. about other people. Mm-hmm. So it was weird hearing people say, oh, I like it. Then other people, like, people on the basketball team, like, yo, yeah, that shit was fucking trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh, well, all right. <laughs> it works on your um, self esteem mm-hmm. your confidence though yeah yeah. but uh yeah I started at 16 then I went to MATC for a year and a half for um audio production there and that was uh where I started making my own beats um I can't remember why I left but I never um I think I started working after that then I moved into my own place got an apartment sure and yeah. then just kept working on a uh, production then next thing you know um I made, I started self producing Mm -hmm. all my beats and I've been recording myself, but that's my, I don't know, it felt like a different step when you making your own beats and Mm -hmm. recording yourself and uh, doing a mix and master and stuff like that. But now, um, Ruminate is out right now. Uh, Listen to Ruminate. Do it. Uh, Do it. Do it. (laughs) Um, And you have homework. You have homework. And there's another project coming out March 3rd. That's a surprise for my fiance.
1: Oh,
2: I had to announce it on the podcast. Word. Hell yeah. And um, another project coming after that, that's Top Secret. Oh, wow. Only a few people know.
0: Damn. Wow. Well, he's doing it. You sure. You sleep. <laughs> lots hey, in the works. Lots in the works. Yeah. yeah.
2: Lot coming from May Coast 2023. Oh, that's Sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, I'll pass it to Christian. Yeah, thank you, Wave,
0: uh, very much. DJ Megadon, (laughs) last time you were here, you were still going by DJ Crate Digger. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about, refresh us with everything about how you got into this DJing shit.
1: Hell yeah, man. Well, yeah, dude. Seriously, like, first off, I just grew up, like, loving music, you know, all my life. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, and. You know, thankfully, I was able to grow up in an era where you know music videos and and, and radio was still mm-hmm. pretty much dominant and all that stuff. So, um, growing up as a kid, I was able to listen like everything. Uh, uh, plus, like with all the, like the music that we had in the house, so like you know like so that made my music taste very eclectic mm-hmm. uh, early yeah. on. So like I was inspired by like, you know Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, uh, and all that, and like then Michael Jackson. Donna Summer and B G stuff. And mm-hmm. then, um, then obviously, uh, hip hop played a huge role in my life, uh, with like NWA, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, Eazy-E, uh, Wu-Tang, mm-hmm. Tropical Quest, uh, Mobb Deep, uh, all of them. And also just like a lot of like Seattle rock, uh, stuff too. So like yeah. Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Nirvana, all that stuff. So I just had a very like eclectic, uh, musical background yeah, and all that yeah. stuff and um then um uh, when I was I was going to UWM and uh, I just met a lot of uh friends that was in the music scene around that time and mm-hmm. all that stuff so um I pretty much like I was just like going to shows a lot all types of house shows yeah. like at the Murray Attic the House rest in peace to those yeah. uh that's where to, I met you yeah exactly yeah so yeah rest in peace to those two um two places and um and yeah, and like it just motivated me to be like, yo, what can I do to you know play a role in the music scene? Yeah, yeah. And like, cause I just wanted to do more to just go to shows. Even though going to shows is a big part of the music scene, so like don't don't get it twisted. Like really, like being going to shows helps us a lot. So, right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but I just wanted to do more. So uh I got hooked up uh with my homie DJ Bizon. Shout out to DJ Shout Bizon. Out to Bizon. He's amazing. Uh so he was having these free DJ classes uh, down at the Kennelworth building. Um uh that he started back in like late twenty eighteen. Yeah. So uh, I just started going over there because obviously just right down the right down the street. So uh I went down there and um, you know, asked him about the free DJ classes and all that stuff and he was like, Yeah, you can come on and just, you know, do your thing. Mm-hmm. you know, you have all these like turntables set up and all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, so he basically let me go in and do my thing and I was enjoying it and I was having fun and all that stuff. And plus I was having fun with some of the other DJs that was there. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, basically I just kept going to the classes and all that. And then by, by 2019, early 2019, he switched the classes, um, to Walker's point center of the arts. And around that time too, uh, I got my uh, DJ controller, which is a Mixtrack Pro Three, Newmark DJ controller, which mm-hmm. I use to this day. And um, so I just kept the, going to the classes over there and doing my thing. And then I finally had my first DJ gig, uh, doing a gallery uh, day at Walkers Point Center of the Arts in April mm-hmm. of 2019. And um, and then that was really good. And then um, since I had friends in the scene, um, I would do uh, um, yeah shows at. The, do I do DJ sets at um, Murray Attic and Down the House And all that stuff Just to get my feet in the water mm-hmm. And all that yeah, stuff yeah. So um, I was doing that And then In early 2020 I was able to do my first uh, My first two bar gigs So I did like Company Brewing mm-hmm. Which was dope And then I did Mad Planet uh, Which was nice for yeah, The um, homies uh, Modern Joey um, nice. Shout out to Modern Joey too Oh yeah And um, But that Mad Planet show Was the last show Before COVID Yeah So everything shut down And and all that stuff But So In 2020 uh, Mostly um, I was practicing You know In my basement And all that stuff When I was living At my parents house At the time So I just kept Doing my thing While I was uh, Outside Doing all the um, Protest demonstrations That was Mm -hmm. going on Around that time And and that really Inspired me To When it came Or when it came to um, um, Mixing Music And art And culture with you know, uh, revolutionary politics yeah, and yeah. everything like that. So, right. um, so yeah, so so I was doing that, and and then by the end of uh, uh 2020, I, I wanted to uh, change my name. I wanted to, I like I like DJ Craig Digger, but like I wanted something a little bit short. So um, so I switched it to DJ Megadon, and I got that from an Ice Cube uh, track called uh, "Fuck Dying," which is off um, his war and peace volume one album, which is underrated. It came out in 98. Uh, but and it has, and it, and it has corn, uh, oh, yeah. too. And I love corn and, yeah, yeah. and and new metal stuff too. So, yeah. um, so yeah, so like you would call himself down mega. So I just switched it backwards and it said, yeah. mega Don and yeah. it just fit. So, so then by early 2021, um, that's why I started hearing about Mikos and, um, um, yeah, and pretty much I think we'll, I think we'll give more more into that in a little little we bit. Will. But, yes, yeah. So, yeah. but I got involved with Midcoast and all on all that, and then uh, like then I just kept doing more gigs uh, at like Cactus Club and Boone and Crockett, Cooperage, and like High Dive Quarters, all that stuff. So I just kept making my rounds yeah. all over the place, mm-hmm. and then like then I started doing like album release shows, like you know, yeah. like. uh now you're just out here entertaining. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah for real. I'm really yeah. I'm just an entertainer out here and, yeah. and that's the beautiful part about it. So yeah. I love that. So, Hell so yeah. Yeah,
0: cool. thank you, Christian. Appreciate all of that. Dahlia. Hi. <laughs> I'd love to hear about how music all kinda started for you.
4: So my godmother is a gospel singer who won Stella Awards, you know, mm. which is very important in the gospel community. For sure. So she yeah. sort the world and she would tell me about these Stories just about these things and that she was able to do, and how like her music inspired um, people so much that they didn't even know the language, but they would sing along with mummers and be like, you know, <laughs> yeah. doing something yeah. whatever they could to imitate it. My roots come from gospel. Mm-hmm. I I remember like the women, like the female deacons and the deacon's wife and all that. Oh, the deacon's wife and all that. You know, they'd be on stage like. Say Jesus yeah. Jesus and then just be running around like kick their shoes off and then you go Jesus <laughs> like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And you know it was a level of accident so like I would be in the mirror, you know, imitating that like oh, like <laughs> yeah, stuff like yeah, that, yeah. you know, very grand style yeah. of singing. Yeah. So I looked up to Divas. So when You know, when it came down to me learning how to sing, I said, either I'm a diva or I'm giving it up. (laughs) So That's how music was for me. And then once I got older, um, well, not too old. By the time I was like 12, that's when I was like, okay, I want a song, right? And I wanted to be a ghostwriter for men. (laughs) Ended up happening a bit. But, like, it's not my priority. Like, it probably would have been if I stayed with that mindset. But that's how I started writing. Um, I didn't start making beats and stuff like that until I was eighteen and it wasn't like I watched a YouTube tutorial and Google it. It was just like, Okay, let's download this app, let's see what I can do. <laughs> like So I did it randomly. So I don't have any training in that. Um I do know some instruments. I have a little bit of training on guitar, but most of my training has been with voice. I've been singing since I was I think I've been in choir since I was eight. Mm. So since my the little youngest sister has been two years old. So wow. It's always been something that just has come to me. My mom is a soprano, so I would see her in the mirror, would put on her lashes, and she would be practicing before church, and just you know doing her little runs, like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like you trying yeah, to make sure yeah. nothing like goes wrong. But also at the same time, like I need to memorize these words. Yeah. So that's how I learned how to do music, and when it came to songwriting, I was inspired by who I consider some of the greatest, like Stevie Wonder, Mariah Carey, you know. Even Miss Elliott, who I really appreciate and love. Little or, Kim, Nicki oh yeah. Minaj. Oh yeah. um, it was just about Bruno Mars as well. I used to have a crush on him. But um, <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan too. Like mm, I was yes, inspired yes, by yes. people who were grand. Mm. And then even though Aretha didn't always write, I was inspired about like, the way she would help compose the music. And mm. I was like, I would love to be a part of that process. And then even Whitney Houston, the way she like she wasn't the main writer most of the time, but she did make sure it was her sound. And I think that's just so profound in and of itself. So that's what my inspirations were. And that's what the goal was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Another diva. (laughs) diva. (laughs) Oh yeah. For real. Thank you all so much for, for sharing, you know, your, your journeys with music and with, you know, uh, making something out of nothing. Um, and ultimately landing in a, in a optimal creative community. Um, so that said you all have recent projects or releases and all stuff that, uh, I'd love to talk about, uh, give you the chance to really, to talk about, uh, as well as what you're working on now. I I know that some of you alluded to what you're working on now, but, um, we can go into in reverse order. Um, so Dahlia, uh, (laughs) I want to talk about your, um, most recent uh, uh, album, Sounds of My Soul, which came out in July of last year. Um, it's weird to say last year. Yeah, it's 2022. Right I'm still not in. It still <laughs> hasn't registered yet. Um, but yeah, uh, lots of really um, cool and unique and multifaceted production ideas on this album. And I would love to hear a bit more about kind of what you wanted to do with this record and what, direction you're going in now and that kind of stuff
4: so with Sounds in my soul it was okay so the original album that i started drafting in i believe 2021 was because i made an album before that um when i was 16 through 18 i had an album that i called the um, missing files because all of it is like missing in action um but it was like the prelude sort of similar to wave um found mm-hmm. instrumentals on mm-hmm. um I was specifically searching for instruments <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. and like trying to make sure I saw what was available, listen to it. And I was singing in a very soft, passive style. So I'd be like,
0: hmm,
4: like just a very melodic way, like that went with the instrumental more than a standout, but it's everything didn't feel right. So around the time, of so, so my soul was starting to get created. I was like, I know that I like to make beats now. And I love singing as well. I wanted an album that was like Mm 50-50. That was the initial goal. Um, But I made so much content. (laughs) I made so much. I was like, and those were the things that I was like, that doesn't sound right for the album. And I was like, but for some reason, these are sticking to me. I listen to these when I'm on my way to work. Like I am just like, oh nobody's gonna know about these, but I'm just like they're in my headphones. I'm like going through like my documents app, like listen to it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Like it's a cohesive body of work. Um it feels like a representation of me and who I am as a person. So that's how it became sounds of myself. Yeah. Um and a lot of this stuff like had different names like um Kiss the Frog, I think it's name now, was originally named like Ruin Jewels. Um, Because I was watching Euphoria when it came out. Mm -hmm. And I was like making the beat while I was watching Euphoria. And it was just a moment. I was like, you know what? It reminds me of like a romantic moment. And I wanted to name it that. But then, you know, copyright. (laughs) And I was like, I don't want to be sued. So I just named it Kiss the Frog because like it was a reference to Bratz. So it still ties into my childhood because Yasmin was nicknamed Pretty Princess. And like she had a frog. Which I thought was really cute. I was, uh, and I have like a frog with a crown in my room now too. Oh right, right. nice. (laughs) Um, so yeah, it was just about like I was just making music for to make music. Like it was an extension of my life. Um, this project um, that I'm working on now, like it's a lot of the stuff has been written. Um, I've I wrote like 80 plus songs. Wow. Um, actually, I'm probably at the 100 mark minimum now. Holy shit! Because I've I've written so many songs that I'm like, okay, I don't think this is right right now, but I may come back to it later Or like I'll rewrite the entire song and try to give it the same title for some reason I don't know, but it's been that it's also been more fun because I'm working with a lot of new people um, For the first time like sounds of my soul I did by myself but like this album I'm actually able to work with other producers and Mm -hmm. I've outsourced as well and like looked for other producers and the way I've been composing music is different. I've been learning the keyboard, so now I'm mimicking the sound. So sometimes I'm just like, I hear, and then I'm trying to match it on the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll spend 30 minutes trying to hit it. And even today, like when I was at the studio with Steph, we were like mapping out keys, like collaborating and like, oh, does this sound right to you? Or, oh, I think we should add this. Like, yeah. it's a new fun process. Also being vocally challenging, using all... Uh, Five octaves of my register. of course, oh, wow. yeah. Have fun, mm-hmm. and it's really nice, and getting to showcase the side of me that people don't get to see, which is the vulnerable side. So it's really nice.
0: Yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, really looking forward to hearing the new stuff for sure.
4: Thank
0: you. Um, yeah, awesome, Christian DJ Megadon. You just released your first mix on SoundCloud. Uh, I released three mixes on SoundCloud. Three mixes. Already. Yes. Yeah, I'll you stay busy. Yeah. yeah You've so, been cooking up. Yeah,
1: right. So I released my first mix on SoundCloud uh back in September, uh or around yeah, September, October, uh around that time. Mm-hmm. Um it was pretty much my set list that I did uh for uh Social Sigs, our release show mm-hmm. at sure. uh Backroom, uh, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. That was a sold out show. Uh shout out to Parker. Yeah, love you, Appreciate dude. It. Um, and that was my, literally, uh, my favorite, uh, uh favorite DJ kick I have done so far. But so, uh, I I released my first mix on SoundCloud uh, with that, and then after, um, we got the studio, and so we go over there in the third ward, and yeah, we record. So, um, I was able to record uh, two more mixes there. Uh, the second one was called, like, Sound of a Revolution, which is pretty much, like, all my favorite, like, mm-hmm. revolutionary hip-hop songs from, like, uh, the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. so, like, a lot of Public Enemy, Ice Cube, NWA, yeah. and all that yeah. stuff, straight, you know, straight to your face type shit, Good. Tupac, all that, yep. and then um, the third one I, I released uh, was literally uh, the first weekend of January uh, uh so sure. it was it's fresh yeah fresh so uh it's like I call it uh uh a mix for the groovy children which is pretty much like a lot of like you know um uh, psychedelic you know rock funk rock nice. and in and, and pure funk cool uh tracks from the 60s and 70s uh so I'm absolutely inspired by that as mm-hmm. well and also kind of kind of Wanted to go with the theme of like what was the soundtrack to a lot of like uh, the hippies and like black revolutionaries yeah. uh, of that era, so um, I just wanted to do that. Um, so that's that's cool. And then I'm also working on a project with Dizzy Rando's and Steph Wax Uh We got this project called um, uh, Nocturnals uh, Forever that mm-hmm. we're working on. Uh, we've been working on it um, since like. Uh, Late uh, uh, Late last year And all that stuff And actually Originally I wasn't Originally on the project Like it was another person That was on the project But he dropped out And like They wanted Wanted me to Come on there At first Just to do like some interludes and shit and like, you know, just talking shit on the yeah, record because, yeah. you know, my energy, like, you know, I'm all over the place and I love, I love to talk and I love, yeah, you, you know, yeah. I be saying a lot of shit. Yeah. So. You like to agitate. Yeah, I like to act, Yeah, you know, I, you are, you know that very well. Uh, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, so they uh, asked me to do that and I, I came and did it, uh, which was super cool. Uh, but then again, like, they, we just kept hanging out in the studio and, and all that stuff and, um, obviously, me and me and Noah like our, our chemistry is already like this because, like I said, me me and him both love this hip hop shit and yeah. all that stuff too, and yeah. like and pretty much that energy literally just bounces off each other uh, all the way. So. Um, so yeah, so we just kept hanging out in the studio and, you know, Steph, uh, was up in there and like, they just kept asking me to do more stuff. Like, okay, I'll do some vocal performance on this where I'm like singing harmonies yeah. or all that stuff yeah. and, and everything like that. I and then it, uh, they saw, they saw like how many tracks I was already on already doing the vocal performance type of thing that it was like, shit, Hey, like you want to just be a part of the project. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. And I was like, I hey, love y'all uh, and all that stuff. But then, they, but then it just kept growing too, to the point where now, like, I'm, I'm, I'm rapping on shit now. Dude, that's dope. Right. <laughs> Night. Like, it, cool. like they like organically turned me into a rapper and like, <laughs> that's, that's so I, and I, I compare it, I compare it to like what happened with Eze because Eze was not uh, really a rapper, but, Cube Dre and then turned him, in, turned him into a rapper mm-hmm. and yeah and he just created this character for uh, yeah. for himself and use like his charisma and energy for that too and then also like you know uh, Puff Daddy at the same time he was not originally a rapper but he kept talking shit on Biggie's records to the point where Biggie was like you know what I'm gonna turn you into a rapper we're just gonna give you the t- uh give you all, yeah um, give you all the writers uh, that you need and we're just yeah. gonna turn you into a rapper yeah but I think with me it's like um, they inspired me to songwrite and and write uh raps a little bit slow quick raps and all this stuff and then um they'll just like help me out um on certain lines and everything yeah. like that and that's pre- pretty much how we collaborate so so yeah um so yeah the nocturnal uh, forever project is is, Dude, aw- is yeah, awesome is. and like we're we pretty much just putting the finishing touches on that record and all that, and like you know, we was we was working on some today that we might might drop soon, so you might hear sure. might hear a little word, you know, preview of that Great. stuff, so. Um Dude, so yeah. That's awesome. Right. So yeah, man. So it's always good uh, working uh with them and you know, I plan on um, dropping more mixes soon as just as a DJ. Hmm. And um Sounds it, like a lot of
0: shit that happened really fast. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's
1: pretty much how how it works out here. Yeah, so
0: yeah, it's super cool. But yeah. Love to hear it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Christian. All right, wave. Ruminate. Ruminate. As you as you mentioned, Ruminate. dropped uh what was that on the new year or like the 27th? I about oh. to
2: get out before 2023. Sure. Yeah. I was sitting on it for a oh, bit. Wow. I uh, actually like did like a little remaster of it because I was sitting on it so long. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was just going to sit out. But I was like, no, I got to go back and sure retouch
0: everything up. So, yeah. Wonderful album. Appreciate uh, it. Thank uh, you. Mentioned that I particularly love the song the Colors. Thank you. Um Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear a bit more about kind of what you wanted to do with this thing and what inspired you with the, with the production and like how you put your ideas into one project, that sort of thing.
2: So i say I started working on it. Uh, um, like end of twenty twenty one, twenty start of 2022. And I was at work one day. I start I was, um, reading a black mental health book mm. and while I was reading it that's when it popped up Ruminate mm. and I was like I don't know it just stuck it's like you know constantly have these like reoccurring thoughts in your head this, certain things and like I don't know it just felt like me like I was just reading myself a description of myself and and I want to create something that I can get, like, some of, like, my feelings and personal experiences out on and have people be able to think about their own personal experiences or just listen to it while they just study or work or anything. And, I don't know, like, even Mountaineer first track was just supposed to be, like, random. Like, not random, but, like, like a breath of fresh air. Like, nothing's, um, you don't hear no track like Mountaineer and that was just like just to get you started like this ain't gonna be like what you used used to hearing and then colors came on which i'm happy you like because it's that's one of my favorite uh uh lyrics i've written mm-hmm. yeah because um my fiance she gave me a book by jeff tweedy how to write one song as uh, a gift sure and one of the things that was in there was just like there's a lot of great uh practices and uh, ways to just write and get songs out and that was just, since that song is about her and it makes me happy that that's a lot of people's favorite song yeah. out of um, the whole track, I mean the whole um, album a lot of people keep saying that and I don't know man I just really love that project and it's like me in a album like in music form yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? And I like, always try to get my words out even if I'm not rapping
0: on a beat Mm -hmm. and it's just a beat plan I'm pulling up uh, the write-up we did for that one unique watery textures and peppered with verses Um, (laughs) verses. these songs are meticulous yet atmospheric pensive yet free yet free spirited and yeah I, I do remember like particularly noticing how the, their verses are kind of sparse, they're like sort of few and far between. But like the way you created your own like fluidity with the project was I don't know super unique. Mm. Uh, yeah, and here and the way you like you're you're sharing kind of what inspired it, kind of like uh, feels like it gives some context to like what might have been going through your mind, like layering it and whatnot.
2: Thank you. It's like um, a lot of the verses was also me like I don't know if I said it earlier like trying to spark other people to think about things mm-hmm. like with a uh, fragile river. It's a uh, it's a very like it sounds it's a very playful song, but it's like it's also a deep song because it's about like some trauma in my life. Mm-hmm. So like if you're not listening to it, you wouldn't even notice it unless you look at the listen to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then you got mimic coming after, and then you got labyrinth and then raindrops this i don't know it's a real i try to take people to a different place and hearing you that just made me real happy i appreciate oh. that so much it was hell yeah know. right on
0: thank you well thank you for putting it out <laughs> <laughs> um what do you uh yeah so i'd love to hear about what you're kind of cooking up now
2: so right now i'm uh got a project coming out march 3rd uh if I should say the name to it. I'll just say It's uh, called Moments With You about mm-hmm. my uh, fiancé. And it's about just significant moments that uh, we had between each other. A song called uh, Upside Down Smiley Face. We met through Tinder. That's how, that was mm-hmm. the very first text I sent was an upside down smiley face. And then another one is Spontaneously Lone Drive because sometimes nice. we just get in the car and it's you know two hours we've just been driving. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. then after moments with you, I do got another project that I'm not going to announce right now. Sure. Get a little suspense. Oh, right. Good. <laughs> a, little suspense. Yeah. a little Yeah. But it's a lot coming.
0: It's a lot right. Coming. Love to hear it. Um, awesome. Thank you so much. Um, all right. Dizzy Randoms. Your most recent EP is Dyskinesia. Dyskinesia. tardive Dyskinesia,
3: by the way was like the original uh name of it but i just decided to uh just shorten it to dyskinesia because i don't know i i was like kind of like similar to how you were wave like scrolling through just like random words and like just like random things and then it just popped up on my screen uh tarted dyskinesia which is it, it's, it's nothing it's it's something very serious people um but i just wanted to make something that was um that was that was natural that was organic um and just kind of go left with it like the name for it just even naming the project um because i just wanted to make something weird and wild just like looking for random samples just different mm-hmm. different stuff that i could just put together and make into my own um and i think my personal favorite probably from that project would be uh corner alley I had fun uh, just finding that sample with the kid at the beginning of it. It just came from like a random side talk New York City uh, video. And then I just put on like a lo-fi beat over it just to make it groovy. Um, And just something that I could rap over. Um, Getting into my writing writing pocket for sure. Uh, More and more just practicing writing lyrics um, and writing songs. Um, I'm just trying to think here. Oh yeah, and also a shout out to uh Trey Johnson, uh Kiwan, mm. uh and just all my people in Chicago uh who are watching this too. Um, yeah, yeah cuz we we're making the connection, Midwest connection, Midwest yeah. connection, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you have been. So, um but yeah, that was that was a that was a project that it was fun to make and I'm I'm really happy that it came out the way it did. Um because yeah, I, I put a lot of thought into that and then also um I'm currently in the process right now. I'm working on my debut uh, album, Static Anecdotes. Sweet, twelve tracks. Um, and I started that when I still lived in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I I had lived here um, back in 2020 to 2021, and that's where I met everybody from Mid Coast. Shout out to Mid Coast again. Um, and yeah, just just getting to know people, new experiences, trying new things, things that felt right to me, things that felt real hearing different sounds and just like messing around, experimenting with things in Ableton and then also just like finding new genres or just like blending genres together. Like there's some hip hop on there. There's some indie rock. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my favorites from that is uh, They Like and there will be a video coming out. um, Still in the process of editing right now, but uh, shout out to Remy and Steph on the beat for sure because they're the ones that uh, produced it and also shout out to Mitch uh, in Mood Migration. Um, for Lots making shout that as well
0: uh today yeah gonna be yeah. tagging a lot of people. <laughs>
3: yeah. 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 um uh, yeah i mean it, like all these people inspire me uh yeah. to be better to to do better to make better music we're in um, an inspiring
0: community yes of course yes you know so yes it's worthy to you know give everybody their flowers yes for sure
3: um and then christian and i and steph we're working on uh, nocturnals forever right now that's been a it's been a it's been a such a ride such an experience to work on for real from what it started to where we're at now with it and like just seeing how everything flowed into one another so naturally and so real um and then also i'm working on something with uh my guy trey johnson uh everybody has adhd that's been another uh that's our follow-up to crunchy which dropped in 2020 of december um and yeah we're we're like we have like nine out of the 11 tracks 12 tracks recorded so i'm i'm really happy to see where that's going and then right now also working on something for the uh for the summer like another little ep just to Put after the album oh. comes out so lots in the chamber all, all yeah shows. awesome also,
1: everybody that has adhd that's a good album title because oh yeah I, that reflects like i like, think all, so. all, of, all whole generation yeah right and and and, yeah. and and
3: and really that too like just more digging more samples just like all these different abstract avant-garde sounds just put together into a wild crazy collage so
0: yeah dude the mid-coast dj brings five tracks that fuse retro and modern production styles while containing entertaining samples and sporadic bars of his own you can tell from the flow of this tape that Dizzy randoms is having a ton of fun <laughs> juxtaposing skillful transitions with whimsical creative choices that will have you cracking smiles mm-hmm. so how how'd i do there is that good
3: sensational <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> shout out to future no, and no, nardwar no. shout out to nardwar do do, 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 do do shout out to tyler the creator too one of my other big inspirations as a person
0: Actually, while we have our... While i busted out the breaking and entering red ups I wanted to share what I wrote for your project when it dropped over the summer. Um, entirely instrumental. Uh, Dahlia and Bloom's album uh, incorporates elements of chill, wave, ambient pop and R&B production with danceable moments as well as meditative ones. Um, emotional and empowering. It's compelling electronica.
4: I remember reading that um, originally because you were one of the... F- First people who actually spoke about my album, so thank you for that. Um, Right on. And I was still like in the starts, quote unquote, of my solo career career, Um, but it was just really like an instantly gratifying thing. And I remember like the in bloom came from in Vogue, like how the end. And then also I realized after I was working with flowers at first, and flowers bloom. And oh yeah. So. We were working together oh, sure, yeah. and we considered each other like sisters mm-hmm. at the time because we used to be really close friends. Yeah. Um, and I did it unintentionally. And then mind you, my first name is also a flower, which oh. it's not my first first name. It's my middle name. Actually, oh, okay. Sure. Because my full name is Deja Dahlia Simmons. Sure. Yes. Which and... Dahlia came from my mother. Long story. Mm-hmm. But i was like i can't do simmons that's my dad's last name that's not cute <laughs> i was like i want something pretty mm-hmm. i want something that reminds me of the singing i love and i was like thinking of all the girl groups that i love and vocal harmonies. And i was like emblem oh yeah and, and yeah that's so that's how i feel about the project too just like a world of fun
0: love it <laughs> love to see love it um actually it's it's dope that you mentioned that I'd never, like, be set with bloom in bloom with flowers and dow- like, Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's and we're cool. both flowers. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> and mind you, all of it was unintentional because flowers met me. The first time I met flowers, actually, it was my friend's birthday party. Mm. And I saw them perform, and it was, like, it was sort of a doll-coded thing. Like, we see each other. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was, like, we end up hanging out and... Like some of the songs that I um, Probably still am going to use to this day Like I have beats from Flowers Still That I perform right to every so often Like she was one of my original People that I worked with Like my original producer combo And I'll always be appreciative towards her Because like she helped a little flower grow Oh, oh yeah she did Yeah right. we're blooming <laughs> Yeah, <You know? laughs> Right amazing. on
0: Appreciate, Yeah big love to flowers
4: Thank you flowers
0: So right. I wanted to so thank you all so much for, you know, uh, expanding on what you've been working on, what you have out and everything. Now it's time to talk about the record label. Um, and, uh, we wrote a shepherd article, shepherd express, uh, in December about your, uh, rec- mid coast records launching. And I wanted to, um, give some, uh, uh, shout outs here to everybody who's, uh, not here right now but who is also part of the label um so i just have to pull it up you know i have to do this a lot you know pulling shit up but um so let's give some love to some of the folks on this roster here uh so um as we mentioned them uh shout out to wax cherubs love you steph uh shout out to shawnee love you shawnee shout out to johnny b Love you, Johnny. Shout out to Wave. Love you, Wave. Shout out to Weave. Love you, Weave. Shout out to the Dizzy Randoms. Love you, Noah. Shout out to Cradle P. Lavender. Love you, Cradle. Shout out to DJ Megadon. Love you, Christian. Shout out to Dahlia. Love you, Dahlia. And shout out, last but not least, to Tetra Hernan. Shout out to Tetra.
4: Goodness. Oh
0: well, this is this was at the time of the article, yeah. <laughs> but who who, who uh, who's uh, joined since?
4: So we now have Dora Diamond. Shout out to Dora. Cleopatra Holes.
0: Shout out to Cleopatra.
4: And Ryan.
0: Shout out to Ryan. Um, damn stacked cast right there. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, no, that's a power cast right there. Um, so um, I'd love to hear, but kind of how the conversation started about Mid Coast uh like wants to launch a record label um how whoever of you want to speak on that uh i'd love to hear kind of how the conversation
1: started uh yeah okay i started a little bit yeah so like it it i think it it all came like kind of organically like like it was to the point where you know we just had these meetings as because you know all of us in the collective you know we're artists and you know we we do our thing I here when it comes to this music shit so like <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was just yep. I think it just I think it just organically got to the point where it's just like hey like you know uh, let's just create a record label so we can have you know more more room to just put our own stuff out uh, and all that stuff and, and yeah help each other out mm-hmm. here yep. exactly that's community. what yeah community right. thing yep. and we wanted to help each other out here and give people resources for everything they need for whatever Project they got coming out You know And And also too We wanted to change You know How How You know Cause you know how You know how the capitalists Uh uh, music industry is, and you know, and we how, sure do exactly, and and a lot of it's a lot of fuck shit mm. that goes down o- o- over there. And, nepotism, and nepotism,
0: controlling and, people's creativity,
1: exactly controlling people's creativity, and you know, hold and holding on to that, you know, their um their their, their music rights mm. and and everything and their masters and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, we wanted to create a label where, like I said, where it's you know community based and like. And pretty much, you know, we ain't trying to take nothing from from nobody. Like, you know, when you're on this on this label, you know, uh, you gonna you be able to you be able to freely express you know yourself and 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 be able to create, however uh all, all the type of music you or you want to create and and at whatever pace. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, we will just help you out with all the resources that you need. So like if you need, you know, you need to get, go to a studio and other stuff. We got a studio, mm-hmm, uh, yeah. right over here. So you ain't got to pay, uh, nobody, uh, to get, uh, get studio time or, you know, or you know, you want to do, you need like a photo shoot for like album covers and everything. We got photographers. You got people. Yeah. Right. We got photographers for that, you know, and, and album design. We got artwork people, uh, mm-hmm. for all of that. And then, you know, if you want uh, promotion, all the stuff, we got, uh, all the resources, uh, for that too. So, yeah, so we're just trying to, uh, help each other, uh, out here too. And also kind of, uh, move away from the capitalist way of how music is distributed to the people. Because, you know, um, you know, the music is for the people, uh, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's the thing. Like we make our music for, uh, the people, working class people, uh, at that, you know, um, we, you know, we relate to, uh, what's, what's going on out here. And cause, you know, it's a lot of artists or, 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 that, that, you know, they they make music, but it's not relating to the people uh, in or, a way. Yeah. Or, yeah. or they'll make music that's relate relating to the people, but like with the label heads, you know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. got, you know, obviously they want to make it for like the mainstream and all that stuff, and they and it, you know, they try to make them move away from, you know from what's authentic. Yeah. What's yeah. authentic and yeah. everything like that. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you know, we, we make our music that relates to everything that's, uh, that's going on, especially, you know, people around our age and all, and all that stuff. Cause yeah. like, yeah, obviously, you know, we have good times and all that stuff, but you know, we also, we also go through a lot of shit at the same times too, yeah. especially in the, in the state we live in, in the, in the capitalist, capitalist society where they try mm-hmm. to fuck us over every motherfucking day. So, right. you know, yep. Hey, like I said, we just being real out here. So, um, so yeah, man. So like so we want to make uh make music that uh relates to, you know, every everybody's moods and, and feelings and all that stuff and yeah, and show like a more anti-capitalist way of making music and distributing music uh, uh to the people mm-hmm. and
0: collectivizing resources. Yeah, collectivizing
1: yeah. resources. Yeah, and yeah, and pretty much, you know, try to uh uh de monopolize the the mu- uh, the music industry. Love it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so.
0: That's right. Right on. Appreciate that, Christian. Yeah, it's uh, it's great that you've you know fostered the space over time where folks can be creative, right? But they can also be radical. Exactly, you know, that's the can, thing. We
1: not we not trying to hide. They can who be we
0: unapologetic, are. calling out uh, mm-hmm. these oppressive systems and institutions exactly in a way that. You know you can mingle with like-minded folks
1: exactly because that's because that's what it's all about because like you know like you listen to like some of these songs that's made by you know hitmakers and all that stuff like said, like like I said before I mentioned like Public Enemy and, and Ice Cube like you know they made literally revolutionary songs and albums like mm-hmm. listening to uh, it takes a million a nation of millions to hold us back on fear of a black planet or uh, Amer- America's Most Wanted and Death Certificate uh, by Ice Cube they're talking about a lot of social political shit that was going on in the black community and how and how and how blacks were treated in America and how all that shit that they said over 30 years ago still relates to right now mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that so that's the thing and you know we got to we got to call out a lot of shit cause especially you know with, with 2020 and how how all of that went down with all the, the all the police killings that, uh, that went down adding to COVID and how the yeah. government pretty much uh, treated everybody uh, during COVID. Like it, it, shows you that, you know, the contradiction of capitalism is, is, is so, it's so easy to, uh, to see now. Mm-hmm. Like we want to use our music uh, as a way to create revolutionary change uh, out here. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cause you know, music and art uh, plays such a, such a huge role in creating revolutionary change. You can't separate music, uh, you can't separate music, art and culture from politics because everything, you know, because everything is political and, Mm -hmm. you know, and seriously, like what you listen to and, and like what you watch and all that stuff, you know, that represents, um, uh, who you are. Uh, politically and obviously you know like you know people like us like I say we listen to a lot of contemporary shit from you know hip hop R&B R- 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 rock and all, all that stuff all that all that music which was all created by black people by the right. way mm-hmm. uh all that all that music you know the that music was created as a way to let out you know our frustrations against um against the capitalist society and how uh, uh they would treat how they were treating us um and, and all that and you know obviously you know um it, it evolves and changes over, over time and every more people start to get involved with it but still the essence of that is you know make uh, making music that that goes against the establishment mm-hmm. and since the capitalist establishment you know which are mainly uh old rich uh rich white people mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying um they don't uh you know they don't understand, you know, hip hop. They don't understand like real R and R- 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 B and all uh, and all that other, you right. know, and rock and all of that, yeah. you know. So, um, so that lets you know that, you know, in the in the people that buy and listen to, you know, uh, that type of contemporary music are young, working class people of all of all colors mm-hmm. and, and ages and everything like that. So, like I said, it re- it represents uh, the working class o- overall. And since you know. Uh, all of us, you know, we have so much different styles of uh, music uh, uh, coming out. You know, we still well, we still make music that uh, represents uh, the people. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we ain't trying to hide uh, who we are. Fuck capitalism. We need socialism, mm. like right now, because this system that we live in ain't, ain't it. And a we needed world. it yesterday. And for <laughs> real, for real. And like, and you know, and seriously, like it's like a better world uh, is possible. So we it want is. to inspire people to, you know uh get motivated uh get educated uh and right. get organized uh and all that and like you know do whatever they do whatever they can um uh, to yeah. you know make uh make real revolutionary change cuz the cause the revolution is uh, uh will happen because like i said the the contradictions of capitalism is in is, is caught in 4k right. Uh, yeah. right now so you know what i'm saying so yeah, that's dude, how we do it out here you know? that is how we do it uh we've talked
0: about this before right. about how like there are many different ways to organize
1: yes and absolutely. there are
0: definitely many ways to contribute to the revolution absolutely and that's another thing and too, art right. is a
1: great way to do that it is a great way to do yeah. that because yeah because you know because obviously you know you know being an organizer is um uh, is hard and yeah, you know it, ta- it takes a lot it takes a lot mm-hmm. of time and patience and all that stuff so but yeah i think that's another thing too it's like you know we want to let people know that yes, other ways to organize, and There's other ways to fight against the yep. uh, uh, capitalist gun. And all of it's and important. It important. It, yeah. All of it's important. All of it's important. You know what I'm saying? So don't feel like you know you're you don't feel like you're doing less just because you're in a uh, in a limited role. No, right. each each role uh, is plays a plays a huge part we need everybody to work at mm-hmm. you know at their own capacity uh, and all that stuff and just as long as you and as long as you you know know what you're doing and as long as you're knowledgeable as long as you're educated on what you're doing and and know that you're doing it for the right reasons you know um yeah, right. you, uh, you all good
0: yeah yeah exactly because also uh going off what you were saying before like you know people people are inspired to create and to express themselves based on their realities. Absolutely. Which is why art and politics right. are not, like, they're inherently interconnected, right? Exactly. And,
1: and, um, and, and, and then, too, like, you know, like, they, um, they, you know, the government, you know, they try to, you know, they try to, like, try to criminalize uh certain type of music mm-hmm. as a way to, you know, right. Get, you know get them more votes and 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 all that stuff too like you know they they pretty much they try to criminalize uh hip-hop music all the time which contributes to uh America's war against black people mm. you know what I'm saying so they say like oh you know Girl, rap, uh, rap is, is this, and they promote violence and things like that. When it's like, no, like no, like first of all, America is a violent fucking place. That's okay, right. yeah. you know, America is based yeah. on, on on violence. Y'all, uh, y'all straight up committed genocide on on the Native Americans and all that shit hmm. and, and, and all that stuff, and then captured us as slaves and, and abused us and ki- and murdered us. So, like, I don't want to hear shit when it right. comes to uh, oh, you know, our music is, is violent. No, it's it's re- re- it's reflecting what's going on out here yeah. and if you don't want a lot of uh violent music and all that shit then you know we got we got to change we got to change how society is yeah. but like i said uh, you yeah. know uh, capitalism is uh thrives off of violence anyway so like no so we just going to talk talk about what's real and educate educate the people man any other uh, any of the other topics you know we talk we talk about you know whether it's love sex a- anything else first of all that's a natural natural part of life so like we so we shouldn't be be you know criticized for oh if you have like you know overtly sexual li- lyrics whether it's men women uh, gay people what, uh, whatever everybody has the freedom to uh, say how they feel and mm-hmm. all that stuff yeah. so so yeah like you know the, the government tries to do that the, the all the time when it comes to trying to criminalize uh, um uh, music and criminalized artists uh, within that on trumped up charges like you know like what they did with like uh, Tupac and, right. and and all of them too so you know it's real shit yeah dude and
0: these rich capitalists no matter what industry right. they dwell in have to know that this is not a phase
1: no it's not no phase right. Right. I wanted
0: to uh, uh, give the mic to um, a cup, the rest of y'all if you want to speak on the on the record label and speak on uh if like you guys have thoughts
2: uh, i'll say that you no know, i came into the record label live like right before it just dropped so like i was in the interesting position to see like you know because it was right um after the last few shows that really took off right mm-hmm. so um i don't know steph Sean Dizzy Christian and like um, Johnny they were the first few people I've um, met like they really welcomed me into the group so shout out to all of them and it's really everybody in there is just welcoming and it's like a safe yeah. space to be yourself mm-hmm. create the music you want to create and one of the things I see a lot of people is like encouraging people to make the music that only they can make and yeah. I feel like that's the Best thing about this record label, and just makes me excited about the music that's coming out yeah.
0: from everybody else. Hell yeah! Yeah, no, what do you have to say? So, <clears throat> I came in to the label. This was
3: in its like su- like super infancy. This was like twenty 2020, twenty, like twenty twenty one, like right when it was like about to and then we had our first show for midcoast so yeah i've been there from like since the first day um really and uh yeah it was it's really interesting i met some great people here they're just amazing friends colleagues mm-hmm. collaborators um but then like also from that expanding on just more sounds and 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 getting to know these people who, who are really special in my life, who hold a, hold a close uh, place to my, in, to my heart, um, really. And then also just like from the label. Yeah. Just like that extra influence that, that extra motivating factor to be great, to be the best version of myself I could possibly be. And everyone else in the group uh, supporters, creatives, just all around just a lot of positivity, um, for the community and then also the the give back that the record label really uh does and like that their aim is to give back to the community to help people in need to to really be that social um change that uh i think that the world needs um Mm -hmm. the world needs more uh forward thinkers more radical people um and just that it's just been such a such a an amazing ride and i'm i can't wait for what's next really oh, yeah. the next chapter of mid-coast records and oh, the okay. record label
0: big same and dahlia love to hear what you have to say
4: um i came into the label with um i was already thinking about my next project i was writing for several people i was like i'm always a, i say i'm a busy bee yeah, <laughs> like sure. i'm always i say i'm up from 7 a.m to 3 a.m typically yeah you sing your
0: we're getting up at six and whatnot today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
4: so by the time I came to Mid Coast, I was like, okay, you know, I don't know what to expect, but like, I'm excited just to be, like, even if this is just something like that's just like, oh, okay, like, I'm going to not like it, yeah, I might will, but I ended up liking <laughs> it more than I thought. And um, the first thing I did was the open jam session, and that was like perfect because I was just like, have fun with everybody. Like playing drums, like singing, all of that, like just the music and the positivity that, like, helped us all grow. Um, and now I am a lead now, I guess. <laughs> but um, things change. Yeah, how fast things change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now as a lead, I am looking at like, is everybody being their best or pushing towards their best work, mm-hmm. and are is everyone geared and ready for like things like press? stuff like that. Yeah, the more yeah. technical side and making sure that everyone is prepared as possible. And I'm just happy that everyone is in a state where they feel free to be creative and if they need any help, like is me or Steph there? Mm-hmm. Um I know Johnny is there if you can get him on the right time too. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's, he, yeah. he's yeah. busier than me. <laughs> which a lot of people can't say. Sure. So yeah. it's like it's just nice that um uh, like even though, like, I'm still being an artist at the same time, but, like, also being able to help people at the same time within my label and also knowing that these people are going out there and helping other people or just sharing their art with other people in general, which is a beautiful thing. It is. Yeah, it's really what I it's all totally
3: about. There's a there's another project that I'm working on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Ma- shout out to Mad Static. We're working Whoa, on we're working yeah. on some 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 good hip hop uh, for the for the people. It's hey, a five track EP. Yeah, it's coming out James. real soon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Most well, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I just want to add to get yeah, like um, yeah working working with all these beautiful people here has mm. just been uh so amazing yeah like you know i got into mid coast and um in may of 2021 where i did the uh, uh mf doom show MF oh, doom yeah. TV show which was awesome was and um that was great and um and yeah and uh, it kind of just like it just built from there because i knew most of the people that I was running when it was still like uh like you know or online uh stream mm-hmm. uh type show so um so yeah man just being able to like create uh, with with all these uh, beautiful artists and all that stuff, and and to create deep bonds and, and friendships with uh, with all of them has just yeah. been so amazing and so beautiful, and it's like it's it's this is a real good journey me at me for me as an individual and and also it's a good journey for for all of us to see like you know what can we do you know uh with each other and like i said how can we help each other and how can we h- uh, help our people yeah um uh in the process so like it's it's been really great and and, and, and it brought something out of me that you know i didn't know i had like yeah you know, like with the nocturnals project i didn't know like i can you know Learn how learn how to write like yeah. uh, uh, write yeah. like that, or you know, learn how to you know be an arranger when it comes to uh, when it comes to production and everything. Because mm-hmm. I don't because I don't I don't really make beats, but like I know what I want to hear. Yeah. So like to be able to like do uh, do that type of stuff is really really cool. And and just yeah. how like yeah, you know, people like Noah and Steph and Chris and Dahlia just all all inspire me uh, oh, yeah. each day to kind of you know expand myself expand myself when it comes to. Uh, music and how i can you know do things in all types of areas oh yeah areas of music is hey, super you're, cool
0: you're building each other up you're you know you're uh I'm yeah. So it sound a little yeah. <laughs> no yeah y'all are y'all are becoming y'all are have become such a well-rounded collective Mm -hmm. of folks that believe in each other. And I also, you know, on a personal note, I want to say how grateful I am for mid coast collective, not just because of like, you know, discovering all the artists and meeting so many people, but also just in general, just the aura that mid coast embodies with every show, every event. Like, I mean, I could have like the shittiest fucking week, the shittiest (laughs) fucking day. But when I come to a mid coast show, I've, instantly feel mm-hmm. better
1: that's what's up
0: the last show y'all did on uh on november 18th i believe it okay. was yeah. Yeah. That's the one I performed at. oh yes it was <laughs> yes that was yeah shout out to one my boy shout out to Key one shout out to, shout yeah. out to claire mccola yes yep. yep. shout yep. out to fly dd yep. yep. fly kid Fly Kid. everybody um that was a really i remember that was a really rough week for mm-hmm. me you know I, I i struggle with a lot of mental health issues mm-hmm. anxiety depression i'm really hard in myself mm-hmm. um but i knew that if i went mm-hmm. i i was going to feel better mm-hmm. and i did because i saw a bunch of people i fucking love you right, know yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know and so like i really got to hand it to y'all also for just the culture you cultivate yeah, in, in, in and, your spaces. And
1: and thank you so much. Like you've you have shown support for us since the beginning and you know all the and, and I you know, I say this to you every every fucking day, <laughs> but like still just like all the all the work you do Thanks, uh you. to to make the music scene go and how like and how you were uh able to quickly, you know, um, write up stuff about us, right uh Mid Coast the record label and all that stuff and, and what we're doing out here and give us that. That kind of exposure that uh, that we need out here. That's uh, that's very beautiful, man. Thank you. And uh, and we're totally grateful uh, of you. And uh, definitely, like you know. And if you need something from us, uh, we got you. Hell right yeah, because we love you. I but love grateful. y'all
0: too. It's the difference between shit making sense right. out here and not making, making sense, sense, right? <laughs> Bags. Bags. You know, like yeah. I mean, it's you know the. How friendly everyone is, how eclectic the bills are. It's how talented Mm -hmm. all of these young emerging artists are. It's how people come here because like we were saying earlier, it gives people a space to be both excited about Mm -hmm. art and music, but also excited to be. Yeah. Radical, exactly. Ex- it's, a,
1: it's a it's a safe space. It's a it's a real safe it space is. for everybody. So yeah. those of
0: you listening, if you haven't been to a Mid Coast Collective, what the fuck you did? No, I'm kidding. Come on. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no, come on, in. please,
1: come on, come on, come on through, come to a Mid Coast yeah. show. and updates on our on our shows. So because I know some people have been asking us about you know about shows and everything. So we still do showcases. Okay, we mm-hmm. do. Yeah, uh, we do them at. <laughs> And we do them at Cactus Club uh, Big now. Big shout-out to Cactus Club, Cactus Club. Club. Kelsey, oh. Kelsey, Kelsey, we love you. Um, yeah, we still do the shows. We do shows at, uh, at Cactus Club now. Um, it's just that now, like, we're going to, like, do shows, you know, kind of, like, monthly, uh, mm-hmm. I feel. Just because, like, uh, the past uh, two years in 2021, 2022, yeah, we were doing shows every month. And, like, yeah, we love those shows and all that stuff, too. But that takes a lot of hard work to put oh, together. Yeah. Dude, it's yeah. a lot of... Day of show, Day of stressful as fuck. Yes, yes. So it yeah. it, it takes it takes a lot to do all yeah. that, and and that shows us you know how how strong we are when it comes to like. Making making sure this shit happens. Yeah. So, but uh, so now we're kind of just taking a little a little break from uh, the shows uh, at the moment. Just you know, like I said, uh, work on projects and everything. Just get ourselves together and also you know launch the record label. But yeah, so but we will be uh, putting our uh, next show together uh, uh, sometime in, Mar- in March. Love uh, to hear it. So yeah, so we're gonna be doing that and, um, and yeah, and so expect more shows. So, uh, so like I said, we we ain't done with the shows and stuff. Mm. We love doing that. We just <laughs> we just want to we just want to space it out so we can give us yeah. give us time. Oh, yeah. to, you know get, uh, it's good to get it together.
0: Yeah, it's 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 good to take periodic breaks from shit. Yeah, you know, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah, and then plus we're doing uh, oh, we're going to be just also just doing more uh, community type of stuff mm-hmm. too. Like we host a swap meet. Uh, right on. Yeah. Um, Uh, Not too long ago In the fall Yeah And that was super cool That looks cool Yeah Yeah. where everybody Was able to uh, bring Your free free clothes out uh, For the people And all that stuff And like I said That goes with our You know Radical side of You know serving the people's needs redistribution uh, yeah redistribution yeah, and okay. serving the people's needs out here so uh we plan on doing more uh events uh similar uh to that uh too so we do you know we do all, all types of shit for 2023 could be taking over shit i also want
0: to mention another big thing we didn't uh really discuss about mid-coast is and i mean like you know steph and uh mitch were here before to talk about it but i also want to definitely drive home that Midcoast also does raise money for social justice causes with as well and i want to give yes. a shout out to some of the organizations that we've that, that y'all have supported um you know in the last year shout out to Milwaukee Autonomous Tenants Union Absolutely. shout out to Butterfly Collective yes. shout out to uh, Milwaukee Alliance Against Racist and Political Oppression yes. aka Marper yes. shout out to Reproductive Justice Action Milwaukee yes. R-Jam. you know Midcoast is also you know, is also really uh, embracing the, the the mutual aid yes. approach. Yes, to um, giving back to the community, and that's really important too. Yeah, absolutely, that's that part... is that inspired. You know, my Mister Nice Guy presents model as well. With exactly, like you know. Uh, raising money for different causes each month so oh, yeah
1: exactly See, you do the same thing with yeah. shows and everything at cactus club yes <laughs> so yeah it's all love yeah so we're yeah. on the same page so yeah
0: it's but no matter how you do it um as you know all of it matters um so that said um i think we've done some pretty good work here today yes oh yeah, yeah. so i uh, want to go around y'all want to share some closing thoughts, Dahlia? uh, Closing thoughts? What do you got to say?
4: Just thank you to everyone who has been supporting Mid Coast and our artists, and just send everyone love, blessings, and peace. Woo
1: woo! question <laughs> yeah uh definitely uh shout out to everybody that's uh, been supporting uh mid-coast uh for these past uh, couple of years going into now uh we love y'all so much uh we got so much planned uh out here and uh yeah we are just trying to give you uh nothing but the best so uh i'll say to you you know peace love and revolution woo, woo. wave
2: hey. name's wave hey. and <laughs> thank you guys for listening it's been a great day with you guys and um just thank you for anybody who's listened and all the feedback and all the love for the Ruminate tape is very overwhelming and mm-hmm. uh I love you guys
0: that's it love you too <laughs> Noah wow
3: what, what an amazing what, a, what an amazing uh group of of people of creatives of activists of s- entities beings um Thank you for thank you for everything, Mid Coast. Um, I'm grateful to be a part of this and building something that's just even more beautiful than yeah. It just I I'm I'm lost for words. Yeah, <laughs> dude. But 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 thank you. Mid Coast has been such a an amazing experience, and I'm just grateful to see where we go next. Hell yeah,
0: fuck yeah. <clears throat> that said, here's to a wonderful 2023 of so many. So many great uh, releases, shows, initiatives. Uh, can't wait to see what Midcoast Records does um, in the coming months, in the coming year, and in years to come. Absolutely. So, uh, thank great. you all for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you. Thank and you. thank you all. You. You. you all. I love y'all too. And thank you all. I love y'all we love you all. for watching. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We will see you next time. Absolutely. Peace. <laughs> i <laughs>